This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is In the Workplace on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here are Professor Peter Capelli and Dan O'Mara. In the U.S., uh, 160 some odd million people in the workforce, and we fill 66 million jobs every year. Wow. And it's not because 66 million new people are coming in, it's because we just hire and people quit, yeah. or we fire them, or we let them go, and in comes another group, and out goes another. So hiring has become. You know, this sort of central event in people's lives because it just happens all the time and so often. And so we're always interested in how hiring practices are changing. And so here's a really interesting and weird one. And to help us figure this out is Rob Chernick, who is a uh, writer, a freelance writer, and wrote an interesting story about this. Uh, I think this was for Quartz, um, and he's going to tell us and straighten us out on this in just a second. And it's about the role of uh, the attribute courage in job advertising and looking for candidates who manifest courage. Uh, so, Rob, Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it is it is our pleasure, and I talked to you about this a little bit before. And I must say, when when I first uh, heard you talk about this, I thought, boy, this is a weird thing, uh, but it seems to be remarkably common. So, tell us a little. Why did you get interested, or what made you get interested in job ads asking for candidates who are courageous? So it's actually, it's a personal story because when I was working at a major coffee chain at Starbucks, okay. I had noticed um, probably in about the last eight to nine months that I was there that the term courage was starting to seep into training, into the, uh, discussion of company values. And that's not something that was always there. And yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'm old enough to remember that. When I first started working jobs that were, you know, kind of minimum wage, entry-level jobs, you'd show up with a resume, and uh, it really wasn't a a very difficult process necessarily to get in the door. So I found it strange that courage was becoming an attribute to get on that first step. And Mm -hmm. so I said to myself, was this just in this one company, or was this broader? And so I did some research, and I discovered that there's a whole bunch of different companies that do this. So, for example, if you look at companies like JCPenney, Ann Taylor, or Lululemon, Mm -hmm. it's specifically part of their job ads. And you have others like Starbucks and Claire's Accessories, where it's part of their employee values. And even at Walmart, they have 2.2 million associates around the world, and they mention Courageous as being one of the behaviors that help them deliver business results and to create a culture of inclusion. So it's actually a very widespread uh, trend that I I hadn't actually expected. And uh, while you're on that role, you you did a little research here. You had some folks do research for you to see how common this was. Tell us a little about what you found, right? This is, I guess, the burning glass data, right? Yeah, so I spoke with Burning Glass Technologies, and they're a labor market analytics firm. So they have a database of over a billion current and historical job ads. 
And they were kind enough to put the term courage into their system. And what they found was that that number, uh, the number of occasions that courage has appeared, was over 2.1 million times in job ads in 2018. Mm -hmm. And that's actually more than double since 2014. Mm -hmm. And the other interesting bit of info that I got from them was when they showed me a chart of occupations that mentioned courage, ah, because my hunch yeah. was that this was something centered around kind of the lower end of the job market, and indeed six out of the top ten were positions like retail sales associate, cashier, author, yeah. etc. But uh, the CEO, uh, Matt Siegelman, when they interviewed him, he said that the term courage is starting to appear in a wider variety of industries, hmm. but it is very heavily centered kind of at the lower end, kind of mm -hmm. minimum wage work. So let's uh, pause for a second here. I want to ask Dan to get his, sure. his thoughts on this. If somebody told you, told you, let's say, that a Starbucks employee needed courage as a job requirement, what do you think, what would go through your mind as to why they would need courage? Boy, I think of courage as... Um applying in the face of physical danger mm. as opposed mm. to everyday mm -hmm. um, stresses, shall mm -hmm. we say. Mm -hmm. And I, it also could be flying in the face of economic danger, like blowing the whistle on the boss who's, you know, Ooh. discharging pollutants. It takes yeah. courage that you're probably going to get fired. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't see that type of physical danger uh, or economic danger yeah. uh, at a Starbucks, but that's why we have the expert on it. Yes, that's right. What I know about courage is largely related to the cowardly lion. <laughs> and I may, may be interrupting what you keep talking when I say, like, courage. Dan is uh, going to say that throughout your exactly. uh, interview here, Rob, so just get Go ahead. Just keep that. going when I but, say it. But uh, I think uh, Dan raises, of course, an interesting point. I'm thinking about, uh, you know, the latte, uh, generating lattes at Starbucks. There's some foam involved and steam. Um, but I'm just trying to think, when would you... So, uh, Rob, you must have asked some of these folks, uh, when would you exercise courage as a yeah. cashier at Walmart or something? And what kind of responses did you get? So, I'll, I'll tell you, the first, the first part of it is when I think of my own experience, yep. I sat down and I really said to myself, when would you use something that would commonly be defined as courage? The only time I could really think of is, let's say, if a customer was maybe verbally harassing you or a fellow employee and you told them to knock it off. That, I think, would be something in mm -hmm. that role that, that might be considered courageous. Okay. I, I still yeah. think that's maybe a bit of a stretch when you consider what the common sort of definition we think of is, where you're putting yourself in some sort of danger and testing yeah. your mettle. Um, the main thing that came up uh, in my interviews that I thought was interesting was less the discussion of courage as kind of the traditional kind of attribute of uh, heroism, let's say, and more an idea of judgment. And something I found very interesting was there was hmm. an opinion piece that I read on Inc., and it was about Howard Schultz, and it talked about how he wanted to enter an international market and how analysts... Um, that he spoke with said, don't do it. Uh, his direct report said, don't do it. Everything he Courage. read said it was a bad idea, and he went forward. And this was defined by this writer as courage. Ah. And I thought to myself, I would never have that level of empowerment mm 
yeah. in my position, sure. nor, would, nor would other people. Mm-hmm. But I think um, we do have smaller instances where we do have to make certain judgment mm-hmm. calls, and sometimes judgment calls that impact the business. Right. But you might be better off looking for someone with strictly good judgment yeah. as opposed to uh, the more lofty goal of courage. Yeah. So it is interesting that particularly people at the leadership positions think about those decisions as being courageous. You know, you're in charge. You have the authority to do it. Uh, You decide not to listen to people uh, who possibly are experts in this. Um, You know, I mean... You're jeopardizing your job in a sense by taking risk that that people have 20-20 hindsight on. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're taking risks. But um, but this is probably not somebody who's like a, a just came back from Afghanistan, you know, yeah. having, having having survived firefights, right. and Then makes a business Physical. decision. They're like the last ones to say that was a really courageous decision. Yes, I made right, right, into right. international markets. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it seems. And I wonder. Uh, we can think of some examples, as Dan was saying, like standing up to your boss. I bet that's not what they were thinking. Right. Like yeah. blowing the whistle. We want somebody who will blow the whistle on us yeah. if they see the wrong thing. Yeah. But when you, when you say there's 2.1, Rob, when they say there's 2.1 million job ads last year or 2.2, um, they use the term courage. In what context are they using it? So they're using it. See, here's the interesting bit is that it appears in a few different contexts. So I'll give an example. So if you look at a job ad on Ann Taylor, for instance, It says that uh, an employee would have the courage to know who she is. So Mm. that's perhaps a little more of a self-esteem kind of uh, self-empowerment take on courage. I don't. You think so? Can Can I stop you for a second here and just think about that one for a minute? But and before we do that, let me remind listeners: we're talking to Rob Sersnick about this strange trend of courage uh, being listed as a job requirement in job ads, particularly lower-level jobs. And if you've had this experience of applying for a job where they ask or you know that uh, courage is one of the requirements or one of the stated attributes, what did you learn about this? What were they actually looking for? So if that's happened to you, we'd really love to hear what it was about. Here's our number, one 942 7866 or if you're an employer and you wanted employees who manifested courage, what were you actually yeah. looking for when you put but, that in the job? Let, let's right? talk about the Ann Taylor uh, yeah. uh, desiring someone who has the courage to know who she is. Right. Um, that's not really a job qualification or requirement because anybody with a photo ID can look in their ID and say, that's who I am. <laughs> that's, part of the, that's part of the sales pro- the recruiting <laughs> process, get you in there. They want to appeal to someone who's thought about that issue. I know who I am. I feel good about who I am. I'm courageous enough to know who I am. It's, it's a mindset that's out there. It's a mindset. Uh, I, but... I, I never, all I needed was my photo ID, you know, but that's really part of their, their recruiting of people in, don't you think, Rob? <laughs> Well, I mean, like, personally, I, I, would, I would be inclined to agree. But then you also have companies like Lululemon, for example, where they look for people who lead with courage. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. JC Penney, interesting fact, was actually the company that came up the most frequently. So really? they're the number one yeah. in the uh, mm-hmm. burning glass uh, analysis. 
And so what their ad says is that employees will show the confidence and courage to do what's right. Ah, right. So again, we're yeah. looking a bit more in the judgment realm. Okay. There. So that, you see, I, I think that if you really meant that, that would really be an interesting thing. And that means in the day-to-day work in our organization, you will come up against situations where it is not going to be easy to do the right thing. And we are going to empower you to do the right thing, uh, even though in our workplace it may be a difficult thing to do. If you actually meant that, right, that would be pretty serious because what it means is you're going to override, you know, your supervisor. You might override uh, what the customers want. You might override what your fellow employees say to do the right thing. But you probably better tell them what the right thing is, too, or (laughs) you're going to have that problem. And Paul's calling us from New York here, and sounds like he's had some experience with this. So, Paul, what do you know about this? Uh, How are you? We're Uh, good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. So, my career has been in the uh, broadcast industry, traditional radio. Okay. And for years, the broadcast companies that I worked at and was employed at in sales, sales management. When we look for when we look for account reps, sales personalities, we would always have them take a personality test. Okay. And I can't remember the names of the exact companies, you probably don't want to mention it anyway. But the word and the category courage was always at the top. Really? It was always one of the top hmm. five categories that we looked for. And it had to do with the ability to uh, to not be afraid to pick up a phone to okay. a client, call yep. a client, okay. close a client, yep. mm-hmm. sales, advertising okay. sales. Okay. And that's how the, that's where that came from, and I think that that's very similar to how they're describing and the, 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 the way that they're using the word courage in these new job descriptions. I think that's where, at least from my experience, that's, that, it sounds like that's where that's coming from. Okay. Uh, it has nothing to do with whether or not, you know, that they're going to jump in front of a uh, a shooter that walks into the building. They're talking about what the job entails. And a lot of times it has to do with anything that has to do with dealing with the public. Okay. Yeah. Because so, at every job, you could argue, is some sort of, of some form of sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if they mean, I, I think that sounds right, uh, yeah. but I think what it means, what that would mean is they're just misusing the term. They really want to say persistence. Well, right? but also there, there's something you said, you're looking at a phone, you got somebody you call or a list of people to call, you really don't want to do it because you're going to get hung up on. What he's saying is you need the courage to face that rejection perhaps get rejected and keep going back at it again. Yeah, which I think uh, most people would say might have more to do with, you know, persistence, resilience, okay. that kind of stuff, right, rather than courage per but, se. But it, uh, but it yeah. also sounds like from these other ads that courage is just an increasingly popular word, yeah. probably on a cyclical level. Words go through fads. Like, never how many times did you hear though, the term right? algorithm 10 years ago? Yeah. Never. No, right. <laughs> but did you ever hear it before that? Probably not. Uh, so I think that uh, it might be true. This certainly is new. Uh, and But I think, uh, Dan, as you say, what's different here and different from what Paul is saying is if you're talking about like a Walmart cashier or an Ann Taylor frontline employee, uh, they probably don't have quite the same... Uh, need for persistence and resilience as an account executive sort yeah, of knocking exactly. on doors. Paul, thanks for that. It's kind of you know interesting thing here. Uh, so, Rob, what were what were people telling you when you 
pestered them a little bit. Um, and you asked a bunch of other people what they thought their guess was to why this is happening. So did any employer, employer give you a good explanation as to why they were asking for courage, what they meant by that? Well, I'll be honest with you. When it came to contacting companies, I actually I had reached out to a few, but none specifically got back to me to discuss this. Oh, okay. And I have to say that I can... I can kind of understand why, because I think that they, they would more or less just restate what it is uh, they have in their in their description. You know, I think that there is sort of an element of um, they're kind of they're kind of presenting to us what it is they're looking for, and I'm not sure that they necessarily have a definition beyond that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll give an example. When I spoke with uh, Dr. Lisa Cohen from McGill University, she told me that she does research on startups yep. and that one of the traits that startups look for, in her experience, is they want people who have passion. Mm-hmm. So she yep. started to get very deep into the woods and ask, well, what do you mean by passion? Yep. And it was, it was something that she said they couldn't really describe, but she attributes it to more or less being people who are willing to work really hard and really long hours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So courage, when it comes down to it, it's probably one of those elements that perhaps um, there's not as much of a fixed definition maybe that we want to admit. That might be part. But another part, and now she had also mentioned this, is that a lot of companies, they tend to sort of, follow the trend when it comes to job applications. Oh, okay. So they say and what everybody so, else says. Yeah. 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 And I mean, what's funny about that, right, is I was thinking to myself, eventually could the question of tell me about a time that you were courageous yeah. become as commonplace as mm. tell me about your weakest quality? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Might that be the question we're Googling before, you know, five minutes before a job interview? Right. Right. Yeah. No, that would that would be kind of reasonable. I mean, here's my my sort of uh, sense about uh, about this. What what's kind of going on with this? I, I think uh, what Lisa Cohen was saying about passion. We actually talked about this on the air a little while ago, and there was some research uh, on the question of passion. And what the that's perfectly sensible thing for an employer to ask for. If you were really passionate about this kind of work, that means we don't have to pay you as much. You really love doing it. You want to do it. We don't have to manage you carefully because you're passionate about saving children or whatever it is we're working on. The mission motivates you and drives you, right? I think courage, I think this sounds like one of these general positive attributes. Uh, Companies often, I mean, this was my explanation to Rob, was that companies often think about themselves as wanting to be courageous. They put this in their mission statement, and then they just transfer that down to everything Mm -hmm. else they say. You know, as a company value, we want to be courageous. But the problem is once you get down to frontline employees where you really want them following orders, you don't give them a lot of discretion. You don't tell them what you are willing for them to be courageous about because courageous frequently involves doing things which are unpopular and breaking rules. And do you really want that in your frontline employees? Courage could mean the courage to tell no to the employer. Uh, and what they I don't want think they want yes. that. Yeah, right. I don't think they want that, right? So, and if you don't tell them what we want you to be courageous about, it's kind of wasting time. But Rob time. has still discovered this huge megatrend on yes, the use indeed. of the word courage I'm with in you. so many employment situations. It must have strong positives as word goes. 
Well, right. It must. And there's something behind this and what it is we don't know. So and thing that's is, a it, puzzle. Is fear the opposite of courage? Because fear is not a mm. bad thing. Most of us mm. are alive because we, we descend yeah. from people who had fear. Yeah. And it would we have... like fear, or I like it, but we also like courage. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> could you measure <laughs> job we... edits that we're looking for people who are fearful? <laughs> who are fr- afraid level of fear. Afraid of right getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> afraid of getting fired. <laughs> that's what we really want here. Well, Rob, this is very cool. What are you working on next? What am I working on next? Yeah. Um, A different hiring word, I hope, or or no? (laughs) Well, you know, I'm really interested in looking more at uh, sort of the the minimum wage venue. Oh, okay. Um, I I can tell you that another word that I've noticed is empathy. Mm, I don't want to get too deep into that, but um, Mm -hmm. I did notice recently there was an article in the New York Times that talked about customers sort of having these therapeutic experiences speaking with frontline workers. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know that mm-hmm. that is another term that uh, that mm. crept into my training. Mm. And mm. it's another one that I'm a bit skeptical about. Okay. Yeah. I think you got a right to be skeptical about that one. Rob, thanks very much for being with us. Rob is a freelance writer, and most recently, this article he wrote is called, "What? Why is Courage Suddenly Such a Popular Job Requirement in Quartz Magazine? For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 